Olani Gwala. 10 minutes after 8, welcome to the forum at ATR on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Well, this morning, looking at the issue of uh, business unity in this country, the Black Management Forum uh, wants formal negotiations on creating a single unified body to start among South Africa's business organizations. Apparently, everyone across the board seems to agree and welcome uh, the initiative by the Black Management Forum in, in, in this regard. Now, this call comes after about two years after the BMF under the then president Jimmy Manyi walked out of Business Unity South Africa saying the organization was a flawed structure that outnumbered and suppressed the black business voice. Let's talk about this new initiative now of uh, negotiations to create a single body. Uh, On the line we have Mr. Bonang Mohale. He is the Black Management Forum president. He's also the Shell SA chairman uh, but of course in his capacity here as BMF president. Mr. Mohale, good morning. Nice talking to you. I have to apologize for taking this call on myself. Uh, I'm at a 7 o'clock breakfast, so this is the only corner I could find. No Thank worries. you for accommodating me. No worries at all. Let's talk about this. I think what's important is what you are raising here, this issue of a single unified body. Because people will be looking and saying, well, Mr. Chimimani raised, among other issues, the, the sidelining of black business. Have those issues been addressed now? Uh, let me start first by giving you three reasons why uh, we in, at the BMF believe that uh, a united voice for business is important. Yeah. Number one, because business has demonstrated in the past that they could defeat the might of apartheid. Remember, it was business that defied P.W. Water and went and met with the ANC in Lusaka against the instructions uh, of P.W. Water at that time. Um, and business continued to play a role uh, during the peace accord when we were killing each other and we were talking about black-on-black violence. People like John Hall really played a critical role. Mm-hmm. The third thing that business uh, did was to give us a resounding yes victory uh, during the referendum when we were preparing for this democracy. So business was very active. That's number one. Number two, it's because this was a direct request by a sitting president at that time, President uh, Nelson Kholisha Tamandela, who gave us Deputy President uh, Tabombeke at that time, who went to Skukusa, uh, mapped out uh, the way forward with 127 business organizations. The next weekend, we went to Mopane, where the Mopane Memorandum of Understanding was crafted about business unity. That's how BUSA was formed. Therefore, it's no accident that the first two managing directors of BUSA actually came from the BMS in the names of Mr. Begisidea and Mr. Jerry Villagas. And then lastly, it's manifestly in business interest to be united because if business chooses not to be united, business will be marginalizing itself. In a sense, it will be rendering itself irrelevant uh, and ineffectual. Right. Again, I'm going to go back to my question um, about whether or not the issues that had been raised by BMF, by Mr. Jimmy Ma, and the issues of the sidelining of black business have now been addressed so that then business can be united. Part of the formal negotiations with BUSA and other business organizations is to take the 10-pager letter that was written by BMS at that time, adopted by BBC, 
to say every single solitary one of the legitimate concerns raised by black business ought to be addressed to their satisfaction before we move forward. That is part of the process. But let me also say, the reason why this democracy has worked and we call it a miracle is because all of us came to the negotiating table quite prepared to give up something. It's interesting because you talk about legitimate concerns in that 10-page letter. Are you suggesting that some of them are illegitimate? No, no, no. I'm just saying uh, there were legitimate concerns that led to black business pulling out. One of them, for instance, it is our own making as black business. Uh, because we went to Busa, we were the midwives, and indeed the secretariat that gave birth to Busa. And then for some obscure and opaque reason, uh, we then decided to dissolve the Black Business Council, when in essence, white formations continued, therefore organized, they could lobby, they could focus on research and development, and therefore black business had no voice. So we are on record as saying, as the DMS, we are committed to two things to the Black Business Council because there's a need for it. It should never have been dissolved in the first place. Secondly, we are committed uh, to business unity in general. But at, at the core, as I understand it, at the heart of it all is the issue of whether or not uh, mainly white business is interested in transformation. Because if you listen to the concerns raised by, among others, Jimmy Mani and those of, who agreed with him, uh, were that white business is not interested in advancing the, the transformation agenda in this country. Has that changed? I think it's a very simplistic view if we were just to lump it as such. Especially because, as I started, it was white and black and blue and green business that worked towards the democracy. It was business in general that made sure that we adopt things like equal employment opportunities and then diversity and inclusiveness and an appreciation of affirmative action. So I believe that there is business that is working tirelessly as we speak towards transforming the workplace. And that can never be summarized in one sentence that simply says the whole of business is anti-transformation, anti-black people, and therefore anti-progress. There was also an issue of the MD, by the way, uh, that uh, the previous two MDs of BUSA had come from BMF and that there was a demand that the, the third one come from BUSA as well. Was that a legitimate demand in your view? No, no, no. That one, that one was not legitimate at all. Uh, I mean, to start off with, uh, we did lots of things that don't make sense. I mean, uh, first of all, when Fujim Toba uh, was appointed uh, the president of BUSA, the BMS went on record to say this was transformation going backwards. Some of us who know uh, Mrs. Fujim Toba personally and her life story and her commitment and passion for transformation, especially issues of gender, felt personally affronted that an, an unwarranted attack like that on a stalwart of business, and especially black business and transformation. Uh, I don't know what became of us uh, to issue a statement like that. Uh, we take responsibility for that. We have formally apologized uh, to Ms. Fujim Toba. That thing should never have happened. The second one is to insist as a PMF that it is our God-given right to give BUSA its successive managing directors. It was a privilege to give them uh, the first and the second, but I think that privilege should not have been demanded as an unmitigated right moving forward. And by the way, Busa did not refuse uh, the candidate that was forwarded uh, by the BMS. He said, sure, let's put it in the head. 
we will evaluate it together with what the country can give us. So if you want international competitiveness, of course you'll encourage things like this. So it sounded very bizarre that we could insist on something like that. And therefore it conflated the legitimate issues around marginalization, lack of resources and capacity in black business and representation with personal agendas uh, that uh, were not in the best interest of the country. Personal agendas, that's a very interesting one. Uh, let me welcome in our studio now, she is the Chief Executive Officer of Business Unity South Africa. Good morning to you, Miss. Thank you, Colani. Good morning. Thank you for your time. Well, uh, as you heard, some of the things coming through from Mr. Mohale here. Uh, some of the issues that led to BMF walking out uh, and, of course, the reconstitution of BBC included the, the representation of, of blacks at BUSA level, but also issues of um, the sidelining of black business. Have those issues been addressed? Well, Polani, uh, good morning, and thank you for thank inviting you. Uh, Busa to this uh, discussion. Mm. Obviously, in a country like ours, transformation is an ongoing process, um, and Busa is going through uh, the process itself, just like any other organization and other companies, you know, within uh, within uh, the country. Now. Uh, we obviously are very open to uh, reopening the discussions um, surrounding uh, creating a, uh, a unified uh, single business uh, channel at an apex uh, level. So um, as both have always been open uh, to, uh, to that, uh, what is needed though is that um, we all participate um, as part of a, a BUSA uh, collective. Um, BUSA is as strong as its um, component uh, members. So as we, um, whether we rejoin uh, uh, BUSA as uh, BPC or BMF and so on, it is critical, absolutely critical, that we participate in the policy uh, positions, in the debates that BUSA gets engaged in, uh, in the various uh, policy uh, committees as well. There is a transformation uh, policy uh, committee within uh, BUSA. Mm-hmm. We need uh, you know, active participation of all members uh, in uh, in such committees. It's interesting because that was also another point and we discussed it, I remember at the time when BMF was making this complaint about the participation of black organizations in all levels including policy discussions and so on and one of the issues that was raised was a lack of capacity. How then do you ensure that black business organizations small ones as well do participate at very high level policy discussions and that their contribution is felt? Well, one of the uh, reasons um, that was given by the BBC um, when they uh, left uh, Busa was the fact that they also needed to uh, to reconvene and consolidate uh, themselves as a black business, you know, in this country, uh, looking at things that are quite particular to black uh, business. And uh, one would then uh, think that part of the process would have been to uh, strengthen, you know, black business. Uh, look at ways in which uh, black business can also participate meaningfully you know, into this economy and uh, hopefully come back stronger and be able to participate at all levels uh, within BUSA. This is not about you know, just voting for uh, positions within governance structures within BUSA and it's not also about uh, transforming BUSA as an entity and organization. It is about transforming this economy and to be able to do that uh, you need participation of all uh, you know, business associations uh, in the country. It's, a, it's an important point, but the issue again that led to the frustrations expressed by BMF and BBC was that this transformation is very slow. 
It is, um, I think it's a, it's a frustration not only within the business sphere in, in, in South Africa, it's got to happen. And, and that is why that uh, we've come up with, uh, you know, programs not only now at, um, at policy advocacy level, because that's what we've done for quite some time, and we'll continue to do that uh, as BUSA because we exist in a large uh, extent to do exactly that. But we're also looking at uh, really now getting involved in... Um, kind of uh, encouraging our members to not only embrace transformation but to actually uh, you know uh, come up with active programs mm. that are, are aimed exactly at that in the youth employment uh, uh, debate and actually um, uh, programs that are meant to address that BUSA is, um, uh, is quite involved uh, with that. In, um, in, 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 for instance, building capacity for uh, a, a study that we did uh, in the past uh, two years that uh, came up with uh, the results or findings that um, we all know that within the listed uh, companies on the stock exchange, I mean, there is a lack of uh, black representation, whether women or, or men, uh, at board level and other senior executive uh, levels within you know those, those companies now what are we doing as Musa? we instead of really only engaging at a policy level on transformation we then are building capacity within you know uh, for women to be able to participate um, and, and be appointed to board positions so mm-hmm. we partnering with IOD with a number of other players to um, build capacity but also to expose uh, women uh, so that they are able to to be picked for such uh, positions so it's gone beyond uh, the talk, policy talk. It's, uh, it's also at an implementation level now. Right. I'll open the lines on 0891 We're talking about um, unity uh, in, in as far as business is concerned. Is it time perhaps for, for those uh, negotiations to start on creating a single unified body? But also, what are the benefits of a single unified body? would like to talk to you about that on 891 I'll also be taking SMSs at 34701, 3470. My guest, by the way, uh, Bonang Mohale, he's the BMF president, and I'm also joined here in studio by Nomaklabi Somajogwene, Chief Executive Officer of Business Unity South Africa. 34701, Kuala, access ABC.co.za, it's 24 and a half after 8. Nah, I can't take this stupid business team building ball. Let's pull together and be a team. Yeah, it's enough to put my pancreas. You know, I've worked for the CEO, Gerda Watsersface, and I don't even know what she looks like. I brought some brandy along. Uh, would you like a snort? Yeah, please. I'm going to need it when I face all these moments. What <laughs> you telling me? By the way, I'm Gerda Watsersface. In today's hectic business environment, slip-ups do happen, so we're reminding you now that business TV license payments are due by the end of the month. Pay promptly, avoid financial penalties and embarrassment. TV licenses, pay yours, make a difference. The Department of Trade and Industry congratulates South Africa and the business processing and outsourcing sector for winning the European Outsourcing Association Offshoring Destination of the Year Award. The offshore segment of the BPO market in South Africa has so far created approximately 18,500 jobs. The DTI offers the business processing services incentive to qualifying enterprises in the sector. For more information, go to the DTI.gov.za. South Africa, inspiring new ways. The Forum at 8 with Kolani Guala. Right, what we're going to do now, take some calls on 0891 Let's start with Mzwandile here in Johannesburg. Mzwandile, good morning. How are you? Yeah, hi, welcome. I'm okay. <clears throat> I think if, if we become the watchers of, of history, we'll realize that uh, 
when it comes to, to business, uh, the, 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 the core of business is to make money. And uh, I don't see any way that the white business can, can try to uh, co- uh, incorporate the, the, the black businesses into, the, into, into their own businesses. I know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I know that the gentleman has mentioned that it was business that went out and spoke to the ANC uh, against the will of, of P.W. Bosa. But you also need to look at what was their, their reasoning behind going out. If you remember, part of, of, of those businessmen who went to, to meet the ANC, it was Louis Late. The same Louis Late was able to take Mandela to court. So one of the things that we need to be able to look at is that the business went out because for them they were not making enough money in the country. And the only way that they could have made more money was to have all the, all, 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 all of the, the laws that were put to, 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 to ban South African products and stuff like that so that they, they, they can be removed. So we are not supposed to be short-sighted and think that uh, the white people will just come over to us and say, guys, come, let's do business. It's, 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 it's business as usual. We, these guys, what they need to do, they need to, to separate themselves from BUSA and from their own, own organization and demand help from the government. As, the, as, 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 as what the Boers did when, 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 uh, <clears throat> When, when they, they got the independence from, from the English. All right, Mzondele in Johannesburg. Namakwasa, uh, do you want to respond? Because uh, he breaks it down to, is it really about black and white? Is that, is that what transformation is about? Is that what the divisions are about? You know, in, in addressing the, the issue raised, I think we should start at, um, at the fact that, uh, at, at why a need for an apex single um, organization, business organization. Yeah. Uh, I think... Inasmuch as uh, it's very important uh, that uh, in, we recognize where we come from as a, as, as a country, uh, for our historical background, obviously, uh, you, uh, business unity South Africa is a creature of unity. It was a merger of um, the, the, well, the Black Business Council as well as uh, BSA then, mm. Business South Africa. Um, but in addition to that, there are other reasons for uh, a need for an apex business organization. And those being uh, the fact that you need a stronger and uh, a business um, sort of community that is not fragmented because we're facing a lot of uh, socioeconomic challenges that we have to uh, address as business as mm-hmm. well, as a player amongst you know, um, other partners such as government, uh, such as uh, labor uh, as well. So essentially, that's why you, you really need uh, an a, a organized business at an apex uh, level that is strong, that is credible, and that is uh, a unity-driven uh, as well. So in terms of um, um, white businesses, um, black businesses, you know, and so on, um, I think it is a unity of more than that. Um, sometimes it becomes an, um, an artificial uh, sort of division or, or segregation uh, that is done in terms of black versus white uh, businesses. Uh, what, you, what, what you have is, uh, is, 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 is a, 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 an organization that is representative of small, big businesses, of um, black, white businesses, you know, and so on. So it, 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 you need to uh, t- take into consideration a whole lot more factors than just uh, black uh, or white. 
obviously, I mean, in this country, we, we cannot ignore that uh, because it comes with, um, with our history. In terms of um, white businesses not being interested in transformation, I think we have seen over time uh, businesses basically saying uh, it makes business sense to transform. So it's no longer just a, a side issue. Um, it, it, it obviously is taking longer than we, um, we, we, than we need. But also the, the the problem was so huge as well that it probably even with the uh, some of the inroads that some businesses are, are, are making, it seems as if nothing is happening. That is why at a Musa level, at a strong apex business organization level, we really are looking at scaling up some of these uh, transformation related initiatives mm. uh, that some of the businesses are engaged in. So you need a bigger, united, stronger uh, apex business organization to be okay. able to push those. Mr. Mohala, just a very quick answer before I take the news headlines. Uh, you see, Tolani, now that we've decided to be a democracy, it means that we have described, defined, and shaped for ourselves the future that we want for our children. Although there are many lessons to be learned from Africana empowerment, the context in which we are going to transform this economy is very different from the situations that prevailed at that time. Even in our movement, the ANC, the 1955 trip-down <coughs> gathering consisted of all nationalities, all of us were abhorrent, were, were, were committed uh, to the dem demolition of the abhorrent apartheid system. In the ANC today, there are still white people that paid the supreme sacrifice, the Joe Slobos, the Dennis Goldblatt of this world. Therefore, we can't look at all white people as if they, some of them are not our friends, and as if some of them are not committed to the transformation that we want. I acknowledge this. No matter role that she's playing at Busa, we need to support, cancel, coast, and hold her by the hand because if we are committed to a success, Busa and the apex business organization that we all desire should indeed transpire because this transformation has to happen important to where it's needed the most in the economy. Right. And then at organizational level, and then lastly at the personal level, at all levels of society, to internalize it so that we can see it reflected in everything uh, that we see. You see, everywhere else in the world, business looks Japanese, Indian, or even Chinese, except in South Africa, where our businesses are not reflective broadly of the demographics. All Thank right. you, Colin. All right, what I will do is I'll take the news update, uh, but of course, afterwards, we'll take more of your calls. 0891 is Is the ground fertile, I suppose, for um, a unified business organization in this country? What are your thoughts? 891 I'll also be taking emails at for now, though, let's get to your news update. Uh, Sandra Matsonian is standing by. All right. Well, the discussion continues. We're talking, of course, about the unity, a uh, single unified business body. And my guests, remember, this morning, Bonang Mohale was the Black Management Forum president and here with me in studio. Nomatabi Somachogweni, Busa, Chief Executive Officer. Let's take some calls and we can't, we're going to come back and, and hear more from my guests this morning. Let me take Somi in Durban. Hello, Somi. Good morning, Professor. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for your Good call. morning to your guests as well. Mm -hmm. um, Professor, uh, I do appreciate the positive move by PPT, uh, but I must warn that, you know, it must happen, you know. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, please. sorry. 
Marshall and uh, you know on 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 an equal footing between BBC and uh, Busa. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm saying this with all due respect, I'm hoping that BMF did not get themselves a shuffling tongue and somebody that's going to compromise and uh, get around issues <coughs> from what I'm hearing. I'm hoping that it's going to go in there with the interest of a black business. And also from the Musa side, I'm hoping that, you know, Africans don't get used by white business to come things where the benefits don't go to us but they go to the white businesses. What I'm saying is that <coughs> oftentimes you hear that change is a process. Yes, it's true. But oftentimes it's used to maintain the status quo. But I'm hoping that Ms. Machawen in this case is going to ensure that <coughs> when PPC do come in, you know, they're going to really work genuinely on the issues. Thank you. All right. Uh, that is Msomi in Durban. Thank you. Uh, Luandile in the Eastern Cape. Hello, Luandile. Hello, Polan. How are you? I'm good. Welcome. Thank you very much. Yes, Polan. Yeah, I want also to emphasize the point that transformation is not going fast enough. Just in brief, we are a group formed by previous disadvantaged optometrists who are in the optical industry. We tried to engage the older white groups that have been in the industry for long. But unfortunately, every time we approach them with a partnership and shareholding and everything, the answer we always get is, why should we dilute ourselves? So the white businesses look at us as if we are coming to dilute their businesses. So really, it's not fast enough, and I think there's more that needs to be done. All right, uh, that's one delay in the Eastern Cape. I'll take more calls on 0891-104-208, 0891-104-208. Perhaps I should start with you, Mr. Mohale. Um, you heard and saw me also perhaps uh, t- touching, alluding to whether or not you have the interest of black business at heart. In fact, the DMS exists only for one thing and one thing only. Number one is the development of managerial leadership primarily amongst black people. Number two is transformation of this economy. You see, you can't be in power for 19 years and still act like a victim. Now we have all the instruments of power, including driving, directing this economy, and we continue to act like victims. So we are going there as a BMF, as people that are in charge, that are in power, knowing that we still lack capacity. And it's only when you know that you lack capacity that you can go and beef up capacity and empower yourself. And you do that by joining with people that are like-minded. And I make a case that says not all business is bad uh, for development and transformation. In exactly the same way that not all white people are anti-progress and are racist. Some of them have the best interest of this country more than some of us as black people. And I think we need to acknowledge that. We need to start with the end in mind. And that end in mind is an equal, egalitarian society that is reflective of the demographics of this country. Yes, there are hitches, there are still problems. Only a month ago, we learned how Stellenbosch University, with 120 out of 116 votes, voted for the first time 19 years into a democracy to allow black people to sleep at their residences. Mm. Now the choice we make 
as people who are in power is to encourage them, to lord them, to make more transformation okay. instead of beating them over the head and going after the 116 that voted against. The Employment Equity Report shows us that in 2010, uh, the ownership uh, of this economy and management representation in positions of leadership was 14.7%. Okay. The one that has just been released by the minister and Lois Mbabani says we have made a 2 percentage point improvement compared to the same period last year. Okay. We are now sitting at about 12.3%. Nobody says, but we have actually gone backwards because we used to be at 14.7 only in 2010. Those are the things that we need to be fighting for. But we can't fight for them. Talking to ourselves in a corner, just as black people. The people that need to be transformed are also white and regressive business as well as white progressive business. And we achieve much, much more by talking rather than by sulking and sitting in the corner. All right. Uh, we'll take more calls. Let me read you some SMSs, though. Uh, somebody says, the only issue here is that BMF has run out of money. Uh, also, another one says, the idea of formation of Black Business Forum to defeat the useless BUSA was always noble, but they spoiled it by aligning themselves with ANC politics. That's pure in KZN. Also, another SMS from Doelan in Pretoria says, your guest is going around in circles. The challenges are still there. Why now. Also an SMS that says why, why, why must white business always help blacks? That SMS is not signed. How many black versus white owned businesses <coughs> I beg your pardon, <coughs> have been created in the past 10 years? Uh, that is where your transformation should happen. Africa man signing that SMS. Also Chris says in order for transformation to work, you have to rule out corruption. The ANC can get that right or can't get that right. Stop the black and white and get on with building uh, the rainbow, rainbow nation. You can no longer blame apartheid. That's according to Chris. Let me take uh, KG in Kempton Park though before I get a view here from uh, uh, Ms. Majogweni. Uh, KG in Kempton Park, good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, Balani. Uh, I have a concern with the comments that have been made by Mr. Mohali. Mm -hmm. He's saying that because there's a few progressive uh, white business out there, um, that all white business is progressive. And that is contrary to the experiences of a lot of black business people and professionals out there. Um, Mr. Mohali needs to just take a look around the high echelons of business where he operates and look at the number of people that look like him that are there. And he's quoting statistics that 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 um, uh, that are saying uh, uh, black business, black people own 14 percent of this particular economy, Ag against uh, what proportion of us? And 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 I, I really like to to look at those those particular numbers myself and and see whether indeed they are, they are correct. But the point that I'm really trying to uh, to get to here is what Mr. Mahale is saying is not reflective of the robustness that that one used to get from BMF with regard to the transformation that we wanted in this country. And, and I'm just worried that that voice, that voice uh, has, been, has, has, has been diluted with Mr. Mahali get, uh, getting into that position. Yeah. I'd really like to, uh, to hear from BMF members whether they believe that Mr. Mahali is representing them because their realities on the ground are very different what Mr. Mohale is saying. Okay. I'm, I'm very disappointed. Okay, that's KG in Kempton Park. Mr. Mohale will respond to you in a couple of minutes' time. But let me take another KG in Bloom. KG, good morning. Good morning, Paul. Thank you very much for taking my call. You're most welcome. Yes. I think, uh, actually, 
there there is a, a far better way of of transforming our economy rather than this habit or the tendency of us wanting to take away from already established uh, a business of uh, owned by 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 the uh, so-called white people. For example, uh, if, if if I myself as KG can open KG uh, shopping center where I, I, I run the very big uh, grocery store and all black people, all of them without ex- exception, come to buy from myself, where do you think that will leave uh, ShopRite and, 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 and Checkers and Pick and Pay and all these people, you understand? That gentleman who spoke from uh, Natal, who says the, the former uh, organization of, of, of uh, optometrists, Imagine what would happen if all, all black people, without exception, can buy and source their spectacles uh, from a black supplier, you know. I think actually the, the economy will, will automatically transform because the bulk of the money, the huge chunk of the money, will obviously go to, 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 to uh, black people. Now, the other thing is, uh, if we look at, at our own black business organizations, I think we must also start uh, this shenanigans this that we... We actually, all of us, I want to be president, you want to be president, Mr. Mahalida, you want to be president. You check what the, 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 the tricks that was going on at, at, at NAFCOC not so long ago. You put in a president, and then before you know it, another person is feeling, no, mm-hmm. this person is not, not suitable, I want myself to be there. Okay. You know, so at the end of the day, as soon as, as, as so long as we, we, we continue in that line of all of us want to be ruler, you know, and at the end of the day to save our own selfish interests, to have the, the, the hand in the cookie jar, there is absolutely no way where we will go. We must okay. begin self by taking ourselves seriously because okay. before we can accept we'll take ourselves seriously. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Let me take Masabata in Johannesburg. Masabata, good morning. Hello, Hi, welcome. I, yeah, I just want to align myself with the, with the views expressed by the previous speaker. I think the government, 19 years into power, I think they really need to be bold enough and assist black people to create new businesses of their own instead of waiting to be absorbed by white companies. This is not going to work. It's not going to transform the economy. Uh, I think we should be bold enough to say any black person with a brilliant idea of how to create a sustainable business, they must approach the government, and the government must assist them to create a business that's going to be 100% black-owned, not this same be framework where it's 30%, I don't know, this 30%, we don't want that 100% black owned. That's the only way we're going to create the economy, rather than wait for white people to, to, to absorb our people into their companies. That is not going to assist us, it's not going to take us anywhere. Okay. Masabata and Johannesburg, thank you very much. Let me start with you, uh, uh, Ms. Majogweni, if I may, uh, just your broad comments on some of the calls. Well, Balani, just commenting uh, on the general sentiment that uh, I see being raised um, by the callers as well as the people who send some texts as well. Um, I think what is important, uh, and I agree with uh, Bonang uh, Mohale uh, on this one, is, is that if you look at, I mean, almost, almost all the callers, are, we're talking about how big, you know, this challenge is in terms of uh, transformation. Um, and it, it therefore uh, then means that if we, 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 we approach this as a bigger, stronger, uh, united uh, business and really, uh, uh, you know, use all our energy resources and everything and, and focus to 
to, to, to address the challenge. And, and that is one of the um, uh, sort of uh, positives about, at least at, at an apex level, uh, uh, bringing uh, a united uh, sort of uh, business uh, front uh, that will, um, uh, you know, look at these uh, issues and, and challenges and address them in a more coordinated and, uh, and, and, and sort of uh, scalable uh, focus. Hmm. And so that's a that's an argument for um, a, 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 a single apex uh, organization. And these are the things that we can do together, and not as a fragmented uh, business that talks about these things, um, you know, in in isolation. Um, we, as Mr. Muhale was saying as well, it, it makes just so much sense to take these, uh, you know, centrally and uh, be in the same rooms as these these big uh, established uh, companies as well in addressing you know transformation rather than talking about this in in corners uh, as well um, I also do think that it, uh, there is um, a lot of value in, in looking at uh, you know, a transformation and, and, and ways in which we can tackle this monstrosity um, in a number of ways. Yes, enterprise uh, you know, development, we've always said uh, uh, as BUSA, you need to create enterprises uh, to also address you know, job creation as well. So uh, we, we, we're fully behind uh, you know, creation of enterprises and supporting those that are already in existence as well, mm. uh, but it could be a bouquet of uh, interventions uh, as well. Uh, the, the, the other intervention that we are supporting is, you know, local procurement and preferential procurement. Uh, and what other, what better way to do that than to 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 have in a stable that is a BUSA that has both the established entities that uh, suppliers can uh, sort of uh, get contracts from um, than. So we, we, we need to really encourage, uh, you know, having such uh, an organization because you have all of these uh, in, in different sizes under one roof uh, as well, and this can, can, can happen. And, and there are a number of other uh, interventions that we know of. of obviously, I mean, um, the ownership uh, side of things in terms of, um, you know, stake there or, uh, you know, equity in, in some of the existing enterprises um, has worked for. For, for some um, uh, enterprises as well. So I don't think it is something that you can say, no, let's only do this one uh, to transform this economy. Uh, I think uh, the, the, the more of highly impactful sort of interventions uh, that we adopt, you know, the better. Okay. Mr. Mohale, there was, a, of course, a question about KG in Kempton Park isn't very happy about your take on issues of transformation and, and the progress made in that regard. Let me reiterate that this BMS is more committed to more transformation, not less transformation. That is why we have followed the process where, as the board, we have just finished our three-year strategy, sold it to the top 50, shared that strategy with our corporate update dinner this last Friday. The results show us that this BMS needs to be more emboldened, where our individual memberships has grown by 86%, and our corporate membership has quadrupled, therefore giving us more confidence that we are on the right path. That's why this last Friday we launched an anti-racism pledge by individuals, by companies and organizations, because we are hugely dissatisfied about the pace, the breadth, 
and the gaps of transformation. And remember, we stand only for transformation and the development of managerial uh, leadership. That's why it's the PMS last conference. We spoke about corruption is it endemic. We are a management organization. We are on record as having said that this ANC-led government is going to rise or fall not so much on the quantum of the resources that we have or the plans that we're putting in place, but by our ability to manage, to plan, lead, coordinate, and organize. It's that management skill, capacity, know-how that we want to bring, working hand-in-glove with government to make sure that we improve the qualities of life of the majority of our people. Hmm. So I think people should spend time, energy, and effort in beginning to understand who we are, what we stand for, but most importantly, what we are not. We are a management professional organization. We are not a labor movement, and we are not a, a hawker movement. Hawkers are represented ably by the elegant Mr. Lawrence Mavuntla, yeah. um, and Kosatu is, is representing the workers. Okay. The DNS knows exactly what it is not, and that's why with the mandate and the process that we have followed, our members are saying this country will be better off. Okay. This government will be better off when we have one united business. It's it doesn't mean that all of a sudden that business is now homogeneous. We still have differences, but there are three or four things of common interest that are in the best interest of the country that we can drive Together. It's interesting because uh, Murailan has just sent me an email about what BMF is. No, is. Uh, Murailan says, BMF is not a business organization. It is an organization of individual black managers who bring the organizations they work for as so-called corporate members or associates. It does not represent black business for it does not exist. Black executive managers are not black business. BMF was formed to agitate for employment equity in the 70s, and that mission has not been achieved. That's a view from Murailane on email there, Mr. Mahale. Perhaps you may want to respond in a short while. But let me also read you an email from um, Vivian. Vivian says, Division in business is surely a lose-lose recipe. Uh, There will be more black advancement with a united business. In 2011, Busa wanted to be part of my black advancement index research, and then the division came, and they had to deal with that. Then the, uh, or the then head of transformation at Busa agreed with me and was committed to participating in scientific research that can measure progress in transformation, but division led to a stop on the project. Unity will lead to more transformation. And that is from Vivian, who is the author of uh, the Preliminary Black Advancement Index, uh, who sent us an email um, just a short while ago. Let me just read uh, one more email. Uh, in fact, maybe a couple. There's uh, one here that came through from, let me tell you, Tsasanyan in Sebokeng. Opa Tsasanyan. Although I'm an advocate of unity and unism, uh, but for a splinter like BBC to force its matters and call for unity while splintered, is it, it is a joke and I don't take them serious, no matter their sounding concerns. That's Opa Tsasanyan on email. Another email um, came through from uh, Sichaba Mutsumi, uh, who says, to do business successfully, uh, black business needs more more factors of production, i.e. capital, entrepreneurship, land, and labor. Currently, white business owns and controls 60% plus of all those factors of production in RSA. The greed and corruption of white business is not going to end on its own. Therefore, we need nationalism, not countless and toothless black business bodies. 
Email from Sigin Randberg. It was estimated some time ago that black economic empowerment may have cost South Africa up to 600 billion rand of unproductive investment at the obvious expense of increased unemployment. How much more unemployment will have to be generated to transform the economy at the expense of real business? Sigin Randberg there. Jonathan in Maritzburg on the line. Good morning, John. Uh, good morning, Tolani. I just want to, you know, this, this transformation with, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, go ahead. This transformation that should just be rephrased as stealing white business. I mean, if I come to you at the end of the month and I'm a poor white guy, are you going to give me half of your pay that you have worked for for the whole month? No, you're not. So why the heck should white business even give a 10% share to to, to uh, black people. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, this this whole transformation thought is, is is just basically about stealing very white business. All right, Jonathan um, Marisburg. Jonathan Marisburg, let me start with Mr. Mohale. How do you respond? So the first one, nobody has ever said anybody must give anybody anything for free. Even the element around ownership on the codes of good practice and broad-based black economic empowerment says a consideration must be made to sell at commercial rates. At the same time, it focuses on creating black businesses, including the creation of black industrialists. And I think we can learn more from Africana empowerment in the context of our country. Um, The second most important one is that, you know, since the DMF was formed on the 17th of April, 1976, huge achievements. Uh, including having given Minister Tito Mboweni, who was the first minister of the Department of Labor, eight permanent employees on day one, including Tatempo Magwana and Luis Mbabani, who were the architects and the authors of what is now known as the Employment Equity Report. And by the way, this was uh, the blueprint on affirmative action that we had worked on uh, for the last 10 years. Uh, so for somebody to say that DMS um, um, needs to achieve more, we agree with them and we will work very hard. And Boosa's that stands on transformation, uh, each shortcomings notwithstanding. We want to work with them uh, to make those changes. I think okay. we need to teach our children uh, to make things, products and services, rather than just concentrating on deals and thinking that grows uh, mm-hmm. the overall pie of the economy. Ms. Majogwene, I need your last comments. I think uh, the best way to look at uh, transformation, and this is what uh, progressive businesses have uh, uh, adopted, is to really look at it in, in terms of corporate sustainability. And uh, businesses who have embraced and, uh, and actually implemented uh, transformative programs within their businesses have seen some of the business benefits of doing so. I mean, there are companies now that are deriving benefits out of diversifying their supply chain uh, through... Uh, introducing other uh, suppliers, and you've been able to to to, to reap uh, benefits with regards to quality and pricing, you know, and so on. And and this is through one element of uh, you know transformation, which is uh, preferential procurement uh, as well. Mm. So these um, done uh, in a way that also look at uh, the uh, the commercial. Uh, you know, imperatives of, of businesses is something that actually contributes positively to corporate sustainability, you know, into the future. So we need 
to have a long-term approach here and, and not be short-termist about how we, we look at okay. things. Right, I've really got to thank you both for your time this morning. Thanks for coming through here with me. Numaklabi Somachogweni, Chief Executive Officer at Business Unity South Africa, also on the line, then Bonang Mohale, who is the Black Management Forum's president at this time. Thank you both. And thanks to the team as well, our producers, Lengi Wemabasu, Mishoshanjale, Tracy Boomgaard, Nzoagiku, Senior Producers, Lungile Mabasu, and Zinat Abdul. Technical Producer, Mark Prela today. Forum Producers, Ronald Piri and Jake Mugoma. Chief Producer, Butsilogoto, Executive Producers, Busichane and Obusichia. My name is Golan Gwala. I shall be back for you on Monday. You have a fantastic long weekend. Monday, 6 to 9, here on SAFM, South Africa's News and Information Leader. It's 9 o'clock. Time for news. Cheers from all of us. Has delayed plans to